Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Social Distancing, with a Turkey Riding Shotgun. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and filling in for Tyler Yoakim, is Drew Hansen. So anyway, I was I was saying that I, I've been trying to wear a face mask out in public, mm-hmm. you know, like you're supposed to. Right, right, right. But I went into the bank. That wasn't a good idea, apparently. Ooh, yeah. People hit the floor immediately. Yeah, and so forth. children started screaming. And yeah, I wasn't. I'm not so sure you should be wearing a face mask at a bank. <laughs> Probably not. Anyway, we're we're recording. Oh we. Oh hello. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. I'm Darren Hansen. And I am Drew Hansen. That's right. We're back with another action-packed episode. Action-packed. Action-packed episode. Coming at you. The New Hope Underground. It's this is a lot of fun. We have a good time, and we're glad that you joined us. And if you listen to us, no matter where you are in the world, we call you Underground Nation. Even if you listen to us, you're totally put off by us, and you turn us off within a few seconds. We still count it. Too bad. That's right. My you, analytics still show you as a listener. You're, so. you're stuck. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, and and thank you for being added to our count. And you can't leave. That's exactly right. So, Drew, how's your week going? Yeah, hey, week's going okay. So you guys had like worship practice today or something. Yeah, well, we in a way. I mean, you kind of can't really have everybody in the worship team together. But right, we're recording for Easter services. For Easter's. For Easter's. That's awesome. That's coming up next Sunday. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. I like this whole church in the home vibe thing. It's really, you liking it? Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, I kind of like it too. Last week, if you guys had a chance, if you're a new hoper and you're tuned in to our church at home, you had a chance to to hear Drew. He led the worship there. That was Drew. Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah, you with uh, your sister, my daughter, Bethany. My sisters. (laughs) But you can tell you guys are related the way you sound. I mean, come on. Yeah, it kind of naturally happens that way. Of course, I, I say that being your dad. She she makes me sound better, though, I'll tell you that. Well, she's got a heck of a voice. Always has had, ever since she was like seven. Yeah, before she like could that. say complete sentences. I used to, she used to sing when she was a baby. I mean, like one year, one when she was like one, she'd sit around and rock and and sing all the time. What did so, I do? Um, you didn't really sing too how, much. You how slept, great was how great was I? You slept a lot. Uh, that makes sense. I used to poke you, uh, to see <laughs> if you were still alive. <laughs> that makes sense. Brooke has to do the same thing to me now. Does she? Yeah. It's still the same. Some things just never change. Yeah. I think I just, I'm a hard sleeper, man. You've been that way for 28 years. Once I'm asleep, I'm I'm out. You're out. Yeah, that's, I understand. So be careful. Make sure you keep me awake on this thing. (laughs) So if you just hear (laughs) silence all of a sudden, or it's just me talking, then you know exactly what's happened to Drew. And I can't wake him up, so it doesn't really matter. So (laughs) I'll just keep recording. I'll be here until the morning. So I read this story this week. You know how I am. You're always reading something. I know. So, you know, reading usually off of weird, weird news. Uh, yeah, items, yeah. It's never like, anything like high, highbrow culture literature. It's like exactly weird, weird news. What I know about highbrow literature is what I read in Cliff Notes or on the back of the book. That's pretty much it. Hey, I mean, it's more than most people have done. It's so weird. I, it's so weird. I can tell you the author of a classic novel pretty quickly, but I've never read it. <laughs> hey, if you know who wrote it, then <laughs> that gets you 
pretty far in trivia. Yeah, exactly. Trivia is what is where where it helps, you know, that's for sure. So here's the thing. I was reading this story about a uh, a man in Minnesota. He's mm-hmm. driving down the road on a highway. It's like Fargo. No, that is that Minnesota? that Minnesota? That's North Dakota. Ah, sorry. So anyway, okay. that's all right, though. They all speak weird up there. Yeah, up so, north. Up in Minnesota, this guy's driving down the highway. True story. All right, this just happened. All of a sudden, he's like, there's this giant turkey that goes by his window, flying by the window, like real fast, at driver's side. He's like, what the? You know? Okay. And so he looks at the road. Uh, as he's looking at the road ahead, he sees another turkey, a second turkey in the middle of the road. But he's going to hit it. You know, it just seems like he doesn't have much of an option. Right. The turkey at that moment jumps, trying to fly and get out of the way. You know, turkeys can't really fly. Sure. They just yeah, kinda... they just kind of like hop. But he gets up, the turkey gets up high enough to where the man hits it, but it impacts the windshield. And I mean, the turkey comes through the windshield. Went through it. Through it. And ends up in the front seat. Now, now here's the weird news. Ready? Okay. The turkey's that, fine. That, that, the turkey is absolutely fine. The turkey lived. Yeah, uninjured. Like he didn't have to go to the vet or nothing. He was have to totally go to the fine. turkey hospital or nothing. Turkey hospital. <laughs> nothing. I'd like to go to that hospital. It'd be, <laughs> be cute. So okay. this. So I'm just. What do you think about that story? That's gonna. That's. What if that happened to you? Well, I feel like I would just smack it and just roll off ungracefully. But the turkey just went straight through. <laughs> through the windshield. How fast was he going? I don't know. I'm not sure it actually said how fast he was going. But I'm just thinking about the physics of this thing. Huh. Turkey physics. Yeah, exactly. Turkey physics. How much do you think an average turkey weighs? My gut says like 40 pounds. You know, that's what you would think, you know. Like, I feel like that's think a of big Thanksgiving. turkey maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But an average turkey, I, I looked it up, actually. A wild turkey, an average turkey weighs somewhere around 20 pounds. Wait, like, with the feathers, with... Yeah. Like, okay, like, Thanksgiving turkey, if it's like 22, 20-ish pounds. But I just figured alive, there'd be a lot more than that. I think some of the ones you even put on the table are like 30 pounds. But, yeah, probably. But but this but this turkey, the average size turkey okay. is somewhere around 20 pounds, 20, okay. you know, maybe 25 goes up to 25 pounds the female turkeys are actually only weigh like 10 pounds to up to like 20 pounds do we know the one that went through the windshield is it male or female? i don't know i didn't say i wish it would have specified huh. but what we let's just say that's, it's 20 that's pounds just, that's let's just, just kind of that's just not good journalism i know they didn't really investigate too much i don't thorough. think at least they didn't tell us anything <laughs> so there's 20 pound turkey let's just say right okay is going through a windshield how fast would you have to be going for that turkey to go all th- all the way through the windshield. Uh, what was he driving? Is he driving like a Ferrari? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is, I don't think it said what he was driving either. Man, I feel like they just. It was like a really quick story. Like quick turkey st- goes through windshield and remains uninjured. That's it. Yeah, that was pretty much the headline. Just said a guy in Minnesota, you know, there was a second, tur- first turkey flies by the window, second one jumps up, goes to the windshield, and it's fine. It's not turkey season, so maybe he had a payoff. Somewhere. I'm assuming he's okay. He's like, yeah, the turkey's fine. <laughs> he was totally, he was totally fine. Well, apparently, I, I, apparently he was. He really was. So, first of all, I just think this thing is amazing. That is just 
Secondly, I just can't imagine that happening to me. Yeah, I would. What would you do? I mean, well, I would f- probably scream like a little girl for the. And thirdly, uh, the I turkey I, sitting next to me. Exactly, and thirdly, I can't. It seems imagine. like a national lampoon kind of <laughs> scene. Chevy Chase yeah. is involved. I well, the other thing I couldn't. The last thing I could not think of or fathom is actually the physics of this whole thing, of what it would take for a turkey to actually go through the windshield. It's, it's, he had to be going so fast, I feel like. I mean, when you get like a little rock hit your windshield, it doesn't like... I mean, turkey's not a small bird. 20-pound bird in the middle of the road, I feel like... I guess it is pretty big. you got to either just be texting for a long time, or you're going fast. I guess that's heavier than a bowling ball. Yeah. Like a bowling ball. I guess you would think a bowling ball would go through your windshield. I'd like I'd like to think that this guy was just driving a Ferrari hitting turkeys. <laughs> and the la- the last thing that I was thinking about was just how incredible is this turkey? Yeah, he's totally fine. He's unscathed. Like, and what do you do with a live turkey that's in your car now? Uh, the windshield to... just smashed all over you, and now there's a live turkey now in your he's car. Just chilling. It's like it went from one crisis to another. <laughs> it weirdly escalated. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do with that? Uh, I don't know. I, I I would just open up the door and kick it out. Maybe I don't know. Well, I yeah I don't know what he did. I don't know if he pulled over and or if he kept the turkey. Felt bad for it. It's brilliant, brilliant journalism, though. I tell you. I know it's it's incredible. See, this is what I call news. See, yeah, the, I don't know why they don't like mainstream Fox, you know, exactly. why don't they cover this stuff? They need to. They really need to because something about a coronavirus and the election and stuff I know. like that and stimulus. Blah blah blah. I we understand don't care. why they feel Get like they to need yeah. the turkeys. I understand why they feel a need to report on on all those I don't. other things. I don't. <laughs> I want to hear about turkeys. <laughs> Especially if they're going through windshields. Come global, on. Global pandemic. All right, next, where's the turkeys? I mean, it's like last week we talked about the goats invading the town. What if turkeys decide to invade? Yeah. You're not going to be able to drive anywhere without turkeys going through your windshield. Man, see, there's... That could be a big problem. That could be a pandemic in and all all of itself. One pandemic leads to another. Yeah, you're not kidding. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got a great show for you today, and uh, it's not going to be a turkey, at least not one that's going to go through your windshield. (laughs) It's going to be a good one. We've got uh, Drew's culture comment today, and we also got the sounding board. We haven't done that in a while. Oh, um, that'll be a good one. Yeah, we got a sounding board. I was a guest spot on that a couple times. You were. That's, that's, that's a, how you kind of broke that's a, in. That's a favorite of mine, favorite feature. So we're going to be returning to that today. And then now uh, we've got a special uh, ending to the show today. Last week I talked about, hey, I would love to hear from people about people you want to give a shout out to who are especially in the medical field but maybe other fields too that are taking kind of a risk by making things go and helping people during this time of crisis and i've i was blown away by the response i got Hmm. um and so i'm going to be i'm going to we're actually going to do those shout outs at the end even though we have a long list that's great we're going to do those shout outs and uh talk a little bit about thank yous so Hey, welcome to the underground.
And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Welcome to Culture Comment, where we talk about culture and I comment on it. Of course, because we want your comments. Everybody is dying to know my insights. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, who isn't? I mean, yeah, come on. I'm, it's 2020. People are confused right now. They need s- some wisdom from a 28-year-old guy who doesn't have anything together. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure there's anybody that has anything together. So why not? Hey, what have you got for us today? Well, I kind of wanted to point out one thing that was I was noticing in culture. And, and this is something that I feel like is probably hitting everyone at some point. And that's this idea of social distancing, right? Wow, what's that? I know. No one's heard of it. Well, everyone, well, you have to stay at least six feet away from people and you kind of stay at home during this whole coronavirus. Um, some people are, are taking it more seriously than others, uh, which is fine. I mean, I, I understand some people are a little bit more scared or whatever. But I think some people are kind of, they maybe might be using it as like, an excuse to kind of show their true colors a little bit. So I, I was walking down the I was walking down the the sidewalk the other day. I, I I take a lot of walks now. So I was walking down the sidewalk and I saw I was coming up on this guy, and we're we're probably twenty feet away. We saw each other coming, and then right about twenty feet away, he just walks to the other side of the road. Wow! Right? And if we weren't social distancing. Like I would think, oh, that's kind of rude. I was, I'm not, I'm a nice guy. Like I'm, 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 ple- I'm a pleasant looking guy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's either social distancing or he thinks I'm a, f- I'm a threat. So you wouldn't be, you're not offended because of social distancing. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand. I get it. But perhaps people are using it to. I don't know. Do you think people? Are using social distancing to be rude? Is that what you're trying to say? I I think as a as an excuse for the rude the rudeness. I think sometimes, yeah, I'm, yeah, like that guy. But if if social social distancing wasn't going on, like he just kind of, you know, he watched the other side of the street. Like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm a nice guy. Just let me walk by. <laughs> and. I don't know. Maybe maybe some people are like really loving it right now. Like, just don't want to be around people. Don't want to be you know, around you. I think you got a good point. I've noticed that with some people, even though I'm perfectly six feet away, just going to the post office or going to the grocery store, and I'm six feet away from people, I might still. You're kind of going by. You make eye contact. I say hi. Yeah. T- some t- people typical, just don't say anything back. Typical Midwestern thing. They're like, oh no, the virus. I can't. Can't. Yeah, it's like you're scared to death. Like you're, if you say something, you're gonna get the virus from that person that's six feet away who's yeah. saying hi. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. I th- I think it's kind of showing social distancing true doesn't colors. mean social rudeness. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's just uh, bringing out some some uh, interesting characters. That's all. <laughs> so, your culture comment for the day then is is. Is what? Pra- how, practice, how would you sum it up? Practice safe social distancing. Okay. But still make eye contact. You know, saying I'm res- respecting our distance because I respect you, but I don't view you as a threat. 
personally. I'm not just going to pretend like you don't exist because that's that doesn't help anyone. Right. I'm dying for some human interaction. It's uh, I'm, quarantine is awful. It's for, almost made for us, extroverts like what me. you're saying is kind of made us paranoid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which doesn't make much sense if you think about it, because in the sense that like um, we all feel like none of us that have the virus are showing symptoms. We don't have it. Then we're out going to the grocery store. So is that other person. Yeah, it's like they can't be upset that you're out or you're near them because they're near you. Right, exactly. So why be rude? Yeah. In fact, you should be even nicer right now. You know, someone was telling me that uh, people in the restaurants who work in like the drive-thrus and stuff Mm -hmm. have said that people have been nicer. You've worked with uh, Joe Sippers Coffee, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm with the community every day. How have people treated you when you're uh, doing the curbside thing? Man, people are so nice. Effingham's such a nice town. It really is. So like, they have been nice. I, I think I think a lot of people have. Well, when it comes to like a service or a good, like not just out and about in the community all the time, because I think people are just trying to re- just get their stuff done and get out and get home. But like when they come to you and they're trying to support you and your business, yeah, they're, they're super generous. Well, that's good. That's good yeah. to hear. There's still some faith in humanity. And yeah, I still got some. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's just, just not a, it's not a total. I have faith in humanity just from at least six feet away. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Now, I heard you have some, uh, today you have some, I guess, some items like trends or fads or things that are going on nowadays. Yeah, so today. as a young millennial, you know, uh-huh. um, I mean, I'm, I'm getting older. There's a lot of people a lot younger and hipper than I am, but as someone who's got, I feel like, a fairly good grasp on culture right now. Uh, I was wanted to throw out some, like, buzzwords, some some uh, trends that are happening that I see. I wanted your take on. Okay. Just, like, say the first thing that pops into your head. Oh, kind of like a right? free association. Free association, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. I feel like I'm on the psychiatrist I, couch. I think, I think this would be good. If, if you're a young listener out there, and by young, I mean under the age of 40. Okay. Like, you might learn something here. Okay, so older people like me, uh-huh. who are over 50. I think you guys might, yeah. You're saying, you're, you're saying that maybe my, some of my responses to some of these things might be kind of, I don't know, different than your take. Oh, yes. Okay. I fully anticipate that. Okay, well, we'll see. You know, I'm a pretty happening guy. I'm pretty right. hip. I'm just going to... Uh, Is hip even a word we use nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> Re- replace a hip. Replace a <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the next time I'm going to use it. It will be in that context. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Go ahead. I'll, Fire. I'll, I got a few here. How, what do you think about when I say Dis- Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. It's popular. Uh, first thing that comes into mind is Old Hat. <laughs> what? What? It was well. What I heard was is that basically they're just opening this vault of movies and stuff, old stuff that we've seen already. And they're charging you like for what, it. Like what movies? Snow White and yeah. stuff like that. Sure. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I heard about Disney. They're charging you. They're trying to, you know, figuring out how they can uh, make some money off of you for the same old stuff. You think Disney's trying to figure out a way to get some more money? Well, yeah, I mean, that's probably... I'm sorry, fair. but I'm Gen X, and I've always been cynical at Disney. Yeah. Ever since I, I went it. to Disney World in fifth they've grade, only, I always thought they were taking me for something. They've only brought us the greatest place on earth. Yeah. I always thought the mouse was after my wallet. It was the happiest place on earth. <laughs> oh, the mouse after your wallet. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it could be, I suppose. Okay. See, when I think of Disney Plus, I no, nah, never mind. You don't. Well, go ahead. Money. What do you think? Well, I just well Netflix. It's Netflix done right. I think. Really. I th- I think. Uh, I think there's just so many great, great, great shows and great movies that you can't get anywhere else now. Obviously. Oh. I don't know. I don't take take yeah. a cynical approach. Like monopolizing. Naturally. Yeah. I mean, you just went straight for. Those, cor- those corporate cats. I just think it's old stuff that you can, uh, yeah, okay. they want to charge right. you for. Um, what about plant-based meats? Okay, that, the only th- word I can think of is disgusting. Just, you're totally writing them off right away. Well, that's the first thing I want to do. Now, I, I will be honest and say I've never tried it. You've never had any plant I've, I've never been attracted to it, like, oh, well, that might, you know, that's better for me. So I understand, I understand it, but I just, it sounds disgusting to well, me. Well, millennials are all about, you know, the alternative. It's a big deal right now, I guess, plant-based meat. Well, when you when you were my age, did you have any like, you maybe had like soy milk or rice milk or something? Yeah, your did mom you liked that stuff. But that was probably it. It was like those two options, yeah. maybe. But now yeah. there's like 50 of them, right? Yeah, and there's it, so many options. It's hard yeah. to, you know, yeah. It's like if you, don't like if you don't like milk, have skim milk. It's like going down the cereal aisle now. I can't even pick a cereal. There's oh, so man. many of yeah, them. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. But yeah, I, I don't know. It just doesn't. It That's just, why you have to have avocados on toast. Don't even deal with cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just haven't tried it. I'm not sure I want to. All right. What, what do you, we kind of talked about this last week. With my the last segment, but TikTok, Chinese. <laughs> That's what I think of. <laughs> like Chinese, like the people. No, it's a TikTok's a Chinese from a Chinese-based company. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they actually, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've actually read this, oh, but uh, sure, yeah. Be but, careful. But uh, careful. China, China has a, uh, a, a kind of a the, the communist government has a. Uh, uh, system over there basically where everybody signs up for and they they can they basically give away their rights in order to have internet access and stuff they track right. everything and they're they're using tiktok for that as well i know that sounds kind of conspiracy hmm. but i'm not a conspiracy person but it is a uh, it is a china uh, china based what are they using tiktok for uh i'm just saying that they can see all the information so because they the, get to see people post videos of like dances and stuff. Yeah, I'm not so sure that they're it's using valuable. that against them. I'm not like, so sure it's valuable. You look like an idiot in this video. We're gonna <laughs> use this as leverage. I don't know what they're using it any more than like you know how people talk about Amazon and how they collect all that stuff right. on Alexa. I, I'm ta- I think it's like that, but I don't know exactly what they use it for, and I don't really care. Okay. But I just that's the first thing I think of. I think of TikTok. Right, the Chinese government. Yeah. Spying why not? On you. Yeah. Why not? Okay. I, you know, it's kind of fun thinking about the conspiracies too, even though I don't believe in them necessarily. As a millennial, I just kind of make the case that it might be a waste of time, but I, I never once, it never once crossed my mind. Like, hey man, Chinese I used to government. watch X Files. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I got another one for you. Um, what are your, what's your take on the show The Voice? Oh boy! First thing that pops in your head. Don't First thing that pops in my head is James Taylor. I heard he's going to be on The Voice now. James Taylor. Yeah, from back to in the seventies. James yeah, Taylor. I, yeah, he's going. Is he going to be a judge? I that's what I I hear he's going to be on it. I don't know exactly what capacity. Huh. But I I don't really follow. He doesn't it, strike me as like honest. a guy that would 
is like known for his like pipes. <laughs> I know. He's a beautiful songwriter and everything. I know. I, I think of, I guess the first thing I think of is kind of overrated. It seems like a lot of people really get into it, but I don't know. I don't really follow Sometimes it, I so. get him confused with John Denver. Oh, James Taylor and John Denver? Yeah. yeah. No, I really like John one Denver. One of them is alive and one of them is not. So that's, yeah. don't get him confused. I guess, yeah, in person, I probably wouldn't get them confused. <laughs> 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 All right, last well, one. What else you got? Yeah. All right. Um, how about gifts? Oh, you mean like, what do you mean? Yeah, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Well, I think how do it, you use them? It's what like do you everybody's do? What do you do? using them now. I mean, yeah. it's like huge. Oh, and yeah. like, we use this thing for uh, this communication software for work called Slack. And then you've got messaging and Facebook Messenger and you've got regular texting. Everybody uses these gifts for everything, mm-hmm. you know. I, and I'm trying to figure out who sits around and makes these things. <laughs> that's that's So that's what comes to mind when I think of that. Like, <laughs> I would love to have the job of just sitting around and making those things. I think you could. Yeah. Maybe you can make it happen. I don't know if I'm making enough money doing it or not. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Does that help you? Did I give you any sort no, of? No, that's good insight to uh, the Gen X generation. For all you millennials and Gen Zers out there, um, your parents might be of this age or maybe even grandparents. So learn. The sounding board. Here is what the sounding board is. It's basically an opportunity for me to just kind of spout off about ideas I have. And I usually drag somebody in to listen to me and just to kind of give me some feedback on it. And I I love to include family. So I have another family member with me. It's Brady Hansen. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Uh, Not too bad. Now, Brady, I know you, obviously. I've kind of known you for the last 20 years. Yeah, give or take. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> was kind of always around, uh, but I, a lot of other people who are listening don't know you very well, so won't you kind of introduce yourself a little bit? All right. Well, as you know, my name is Brady. Um, I drum at the Effingham campus. I have been for a while. I haven't been able to play for a while, um, but I've been drumming there for, gosh, I don't know, maybe five years now, something my like that. My goodness. Since you started when you were like 15 or 16. Yeah. Yeah, it's four years then i don't know yeah somewhere around there and then he's the young guy in the cage back there yeah stuck in the little cage um i also help out with fourth and fifth grade um i've been doing that for about three years or so god bless you yeah it's been it's that's been by really quick um i'm also in school right now trying to get my cna because i currently work at a nursing home as a unit aide awesome yeah it's a lot of fun I bet it is. Now, when are you going to be done with your CNA program? You um, think? I'm hoping I'll be done by May. And all this stuff going on, it's really cool that you're, and I've told you this before, but I think it's important for us to note that it's really cool all the people working in the medical areas. There's lots of other things, lots of things that people are doing during this time in crisis to help out. But it's, it's interesting because you're having to go to work every day and help people and not sure exactly what's going to happen from day to day. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty stressful, but other than that, it's still still fun in the end. Well, hey, speaking of fun, that's what this sounding board's all about. It's just a good time. I usually have some pretty wild ideas, which I'm not sure if you if you picked up on that or not over the years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, one thing you and I have in common 
Brady, is sports. We love sports. Oh, yeah. We watch sports a lot. We play sport video games. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're really big into NHL 20. Oh, yeah. All the time. So we love we love uh, go, going to sports. We love watching. We love playing sports. And uh, so we talk about that an awful lot. If you could go to any professional sports game right now, what would you? Where would you? What would you go see? Uh, probably a professional hockey game. What teams in um, particular? Well, I've always been a Blues fan. Yes, sir. So shout out to the Blues fans. Yes, um, unfortunately, with the season on postponed. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like there's some sort of conspiracy here because they're trying to keep the Blues from winning the second. Stanley oh, I'm Cup. sure. Yeah, there's no other reason as to why this would happen. <laughs> By the way, go Blues and shout out to Bobby Agney. Go ahead. All right. Well, there's also another team I'd like to see, NHL, or Toronto Maple Leafs. Ooh. I'm an all-Toronto fan, every sport. One of the original teams from the NHL. Yeah, which I didn't know that, but that's a good thing to know yes. now. Um, they're just from Toronto, and I guess I would love to go see them play Brady in Toronto. Brady loves Toronto. Yeah. He's even got a tattoo of the Toronto skyline. Yeah, on his I'm arm. all about Toronto. And then we got the chance to go to Toronto. Oh, yeah. That was, I. yeah, I'm going to remember that forever. What's like the, the the favorite thing you had that you remember from Toronto? From Toronto. Oh, man. We I did a lot of cool stuff. I don't know. Just being there was pretty awesome. Um, we did a Segway tour, which that was awesome. <laughs> that was so much fun. It didn't last very long, but it no, was fun. No, it was about 30 minutes, but. Still, I remember it Guy kept stopping us and making us listen to historical orations. Yeah, about the distillery there, (laughs) which we didn't really care about at all. Just let us ride the segways. Exactly. And also, I will never forget going up in the CN Tower. That That was was, was awesome. That was so cool. And they have this like glass floor up there. And that's downright scary. Yeah, I was. There's af- like little kids laying on it, laying I know. down on it, looking down. I'm like, I was afraid to oh even take a step on it. Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> want to look down. <laughs> okay, well, so we love sports, and so right now it's hard for us because all the sports have kind of ceased. Oh yeah. You know, and understandably so, they've postponed the seasons. NBA's not playing, MLB's not playing, NHL's not playing. You know, so and. Who knows what's going to happen, and uh, hopefully things will kind of get back to normal, but we don't know how or when. Yeah. But in the meantime, I th- it got me thinking about um, just another alternative to to other, other sports. Now, I understand, I'm not trying to say that we should do these sports that I have in mind during a shelter order or anything okay. like that, but what I am saying is that it just got me thinking about what would it, what would be really cool is to start another sports channel that just shows sports that no one else really watches. Or, you know, uh, things yeah. you never thought of as sports and turn okay. them into sports and get them highly competitive and put a lot of money into it and just see what happens. Okay. Like, for instance, all right, capture the flag. Okay, yeah. What do you I think would, about that? I would love to just watch that. Like, that's <laughs> something I could just sit down. It'd be super entertaining. Now, see, when you think of capture the flag as a kid, you're thinking about get a few people, go out in the woods, you know, hide the flag, yeah. tag each other. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, for sure. I played that a lot. In the dark, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But I'm talking about bringing a Survivor-esque attitude to it, like exotic locations, okay. maybe some really daring stuff and obstacles you yeah. have to get through. 
tiger pits or yeah, something. Exotic <laughs> animals with exotic locations. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What else could you put in there to like make it interesting? Oh man. Capture the flag. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, maybe some, I don't know. Uh, maybe shark pits, you know, <laughs> just random. And you got to jump over sharks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Sharks in water, of course. Yeah, not in just water. Dead sharks. Not just a bunch that of sharks be in a pit. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we could get some teams that are real professional capture the flag teams. Yes, yeah, extremely competitive. I think it'd be I think it'd be great TV. Oh, you could for have sure. cameras like all throughout the jungle or the forest or whatever they're at. You yeah, know? I just think it'd be awesome. How about hide and seek? Again, exotic location. You could go. You know, somewhere, let's say, hide and seek Siberia or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. You know, just, who knows, like, uh, wherever it's at. That'd be, hide and seek Hong Kong, ooh, you know? Yeah. That'd be a very suspenseful game to watch. I think so, too. And I think you could play up the personalities. Oh, yeah. It'd almost be like a cross between reality TV and mm-hmm. a sports channel. Yeah, for sure. Um, how about this? How about uh, Duck, Duck, Goose? Ooh. Remember that as a kid? Did you ever play that? Yeah, several times. <laughs> now, the purpose of Duck, Duck, Goose, everybody sits in the circle. One person goes around and goes, Duck, 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 Goose, and the goose has to chase them around the circle and they get back to their seat. Yeah. But what if you did, what if you, you know, made up some rules that everybody has to, obey, but make it extremely competitive? Everybody wears the highest money, whatever money can buy, sports gear. Okay. Uh, everybody really goes out, has team names, uh, theme songs. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be pretty intense. Fans. I think it'd be hilarious yeah. to have have like a duck duck uh, goose arena Ooh. made just for that. Yeah, that would. I'm all on board for that. <laughs> really loud music. Yeah, and cheerleaders, and I just think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, this I'm, XFL thing's got me thinking about how you you know you take some of these things to the next level. Oh yeah. What about this water balloon toss? Ooh. Now yeah. I, on the surface, I know it doesn't sound too exciting. But you could make it more exciting. Oh, you definitely could. I mean, one way I was thinking was, what if you actually um, had balloons that were were filled with gasoline instead of water, and you had to throw them over a line, but the line was on fire? Ooh, yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> I would just love to watch that. <laughs> you to like loft it to each other and try not yep. to have it blow up. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, we can either. We can also try to fill the balloons up with like sharks or something. So if it pops, <laughs> you're just all about the sharks. I'm all about sharks. Sharks and sports. I mean, those two yes. things go hand in hand. I'm surprised there has not been a combination of those two things. No, I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you are thinking right now. Oh, come on, Darren. I mean, none of this. Th- this wouldn't work. And not only that, but these aren't really sports. But I beg to differ. I think the you know you need some incredible athletic skill if you're going to be good. Oh yeah. At some of these things, and if you make them extreme. Uh, like you and I one time played extreme bocce ball. Ooh, extreme bocce ball. I don't, yeah, that's a good game. Bocce ball is not big around here oh, in Illinois, no. but down in Florida, it's huge because they're all the retirement people. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, they have bocce ball courts like everywhere, but extreme bocce ball would be really cool, which means you, you another, again, you get like a, a big field or something or f- something with a lot of obstacles. Yeah. Maybe downtown New York. Oh, now that Pibachi would be interesting. Down there. Yeah, yeah, it could be really interesting and also, uh, also very, uh, in a in a way, v- vandalistic. <laughs> <laughs> I just made up that word. Well, it's a good word. I mean, 
So I don't know. Have you got any other ideas of stuff we could do oh, man. for the sports channel I'm talking about? You know, up until recently, I didn't know this existed, but there's professional tag, like extreme tag. No way. Yeah. And I guess it's supposed to be televised too. Somewhere. So somebody is doing this kind of stuff. I guess so. It's There's like a, nothing new under the sun. It's a small little arena, and it's like a bunch of bars put up, kind of like a parkour kind of park looking thing. But every, they just two people in at a time, and they just chase each other. And See, try it's to a tag great idea. You throw in some obstacles. I just think what needs to happen is somebody with big money, like the XFL and Vince McMahon and all those wrestling guys. Yeah. And somebody with big money needs to get behind something crazy like this. I think a channel like this could really go over. It really could. <laughs> it would be very successful, I think. Now, if you if you could play on any professional team of these quote unquote sports that I've listed so far, what Ooh. what would you want to? Which one of those would you want to do? Man, I'd probably be all about the capture the flag. You'd be about that. Oh huh? yeah. If that actually became a thing, I would try to get a team and. See, compete. the camera could even be in recording like the strategy meetings the team has. Yes, so similar to Survivor. Yeah. So they got cameras, inter- interview players in the midst, you know, just kind of. Exactly. Kinda. Extreme capture the flag. Everything's extreme. Yeah. Just like XFL, extreme football. Extreme capture the flag. X XCF. XCF. There you go. Or XDDG, Duck Duck Goose. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, hey, so you think you like my idea? Oh, I'm all on board with this. Cool. So if I came to you someday and I said, Brady, I need you to put some money down and invest in this thing, you're in. Yeah, I wouldn't even think twice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, hey, Underground Nation, maybe uh, you can uh, help us out too. Maybe I'll come talking to you someday, asking you to put some money down for this great investment, for this incredible opportunity. Now, one last question before we get done. What should we name our channel? What should we name our channel? Like ESPN's big, you know, Fox Sports. There's all these different sports channels now. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But we have to have a name for our channel. Now, is there a channel just called X? I know I there's like I FX and there's other... Th- yeah, I don't know if there's just X. Just X. For extreme. That would be cool. Yeah. Just a channel called X. Yes. Well, you got the X Games. X so that, Games. Uh, yeah, we can't do that. No, that's, that's not good. Um, you think of something better than that. Yeah, X, that's, that's, that'd be ripping that off. Yeah, we can't really do that. But, ext- yeah, I don't know. Boy, this is interesting. So, hey, think about it. Maybe you can come up with a come up with a good name. Let me know. Oh, yeah, I'll have to think about that for a while. But If, if any, any of you got a good idea of what that name should be for our uh, new sports channel, uh, DM us on Instagram at New Hope Underground, or get on uh, Facebook on my Facebook, Darren Hansen, and just comment on there on the underground stuff that I post. Hey, thanks, Brady. Yeah, no problem. It's Thank been pretty you. Pretty awesome, and you'll be back, won't you? I hope so. All right. Well, we've come to the end of another episode, and the thing we want to do today is recognize and give shout outs to so many people around us who are who are working in the medical field, especially right now. And it's a tough field to be working on, of course, with the national crisis going on. And I just kind of threw it out there on social media and asked people to name people uh, who we need to be giving shout outs to. 
And I asked kind of for local people, but at the same time, I've got a lot of friends who have uh, friends and family in the medical field that they're worried about and they're praying for around the world, and some of them in some very hot spot places. Mm-hmm. And so I want to, I, I, there's a lot of names here, but I want to list them. I want to say thank you. And so we're going to go through a, a few. Uh, so um, I'm going to read some, and Drew's going to read some. Uh, so let me read a few, Drew, and you take over. But basically, we want to give shout-outs to uh, Brittany Miller, uh, Aaron Ton, Gabby Niebergy, uh, D. Collier, Jonathan Mooney. Jonathan. Yeah, he's related to us. Andrea Modica, Shelly Yeager, Cheryl Mooney. Uh, Tom Denning listed his daughters, Heidi, uh, Haley and, uh, and Heidi, both uh, nurses. Uh, pray for and think about Richard Booker and Steve Cool, uh, and he, another new hoper, uh, who uh, works in the medical field. Uh, also, a good friend of mine wants uh, to be thinking and give a shout out to Leanna Bishop and Bailey Fiesel in Kokomo, Indiana, actually, who's working in the medical field, and then several new hopers, uh, Shelley Gerard. Uh, Rachel Yoakum and Bethany Golden, Andrew Altman, Casey Pankaw, and uh, Kelly Altman, of course, will be th- thinking of them, uh, that they work all work in the medical field here around Effingham area, Mattoon area. And then we also have some people from uh, around the nation. Uh, we want to be thinking, uh, give a shout out to Ryan Sile. He's an ER doctor in New York City. And then also a uh, a kid of, I say kid, he's a man now. He was a kid in my youth group back in Indianapolis, but now he's a, a Josh Vanderwall. He's an ER doctor in Long Island, yeah, right in the middle where stuff's going down. That's crazy. So uh, let me read a couple more, and then I'll let Drew read some. Uh, Jennifer Hills, uh, right here in the local VA clinic in Effingham, which is where I go. Appreciate her, uh, her work. And also co- the co-workers there, her co-workers asked if we would recognize them as well at the VA. And I would say, yes, thank you so much for working mm-hmm. at the VA. It means a lot to veterans like me. And we really appreciate you during these times. Uh, Brady Hansen also listed. Who's that? Uh, I don't know. Brady, <laughs> Brady's my son, and he works uh, He works as a, a nurse's aide, a unit aide. Uh, why don't you go ahead and read some there, Drew? Sure, I can take over. Stacy Carroll, Stacy, your sweetheart. These are all New Hope people right yep, here. Yep, Michael Janis, Jeff Kroll, uh, Chris Kessler, Grace Schuler, Aaron Ton, Arnold Agapito. Um, yeah, yeah, and just kind of local St. Anthony and Sarah Bush Lincoln employees. Ar- Arnold's a doctor there at Sarah Bush. Mm-hmm. I know they've seen some cases, and he's uh, he, he works in the ER a lot. Yeah, Jen Hess, Nick Williams. Um, let's see. Ashley Cravens. Ashley Cravens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a pharmacy tech. Um, let's see here. Christina Anderson, uh, Michelle Montgomery, Robert uh, Fambro. I may not be pronouncing everybody's names right, but we'll make sure we give them a shout out. Thank you. Jenna Cook. Uh, Kim Miller and Travis and Sue Eversoll. Christine Lindsay in O'Fallon. Yeah, Christine's a friend of mine, and, and she's a nurse nurse practitioner. Appreciate her work. Thank you. Give her a shout-out. Jennifer uh, Workman. Alan Baker. 
Yeah, paramedic in the yoga. We know Alan. Yeah, Thank you, Alan. I knew Alan growing up. Heck of an awesome guy. Cameron Borman and another and Michelle Homan, both from uh, Nyoga. Appreciate their their nurse work. Let's see, Angie Gropperhaus. Yeah, Ryan's sister. And Kristen Allen Gropperhaus. Both nurses. Thank mm-hmm. you. Also, I have a, a friend of mine who wanted to give a shout out to uh, Stephanie Flaherty Warner and uh, Jasmine Warner, both mm-hmm. in healthcare. Let's see here. Scott Detweiler, Hannah. Hannah Detweiler works with NICU babies. Sorry, I can't read very well. That's okay. <laughs> and then her sister, it. Abigail, uh, this is Scott and Chris's daughter, also uh, working with x-rays, uh, taking x-rays in nursing homes. Let's see here. Jennifer and Corey Hess. Let's see Nathan Jones, who's an ER doc. Springfield Indicator Memorial Hospitals. Relatives of people right here in New Hope. Mm-hmm. And Nathan used to attend New Hope. Now he's in Springfield, the ER doctor. We really appreciate that. That's a lot of people. There are a lot of people right there. And not only not only that, but that, that includes not only some people here in New Hope, but a lot of people across the country. I also want to make mention that there are some people doing work that maybe you didn't even think of that are doing it for our sake to keep things going. Uh, Charlie Woodard made a mention of this, and I think he's absolutely right. He works with the post office. Think about your local mail carriers delivering medicines, checks, online orders mm-hmm. every day. That's extremely important, and yet they're putting themselves in harm's way to make sure that stuff happens because they're with people all the time. Yeah, if, if you work with mail, shout out to you. Don't know if we have a lot of mail listeners, but <laughs> <laughs> mail working listeners. with mail. Not, 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 not meaning male and female, but uh, working, working with U.S. With mail. Working with mail. Uh, then we also we I want to give a shout out. Uh, Ryan Grabberhouse reminded me of this. Uh, he's a he's a faithful underground listener. Ryan, thank you for all that you do. Uh, he works with uh, working with groceries. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got people in distribution centers and working at grocery stores, stocking shelves. It's nuts right now. Putting themselves in front of people all the time. Uh, sometimes a lot of these grocery stores are the biggest. If you think about it, during the shelter order. They are the biggest places, meaning that the most people are gathering in one spot oh, yeah. uh, at these at these stores. You can't, you can't com- avoid it completely. So thank you so much for workers that don't necessarily have to work, but they do so anyway because they know they're providing a valuable service. And it, it's so true with the medical people. So thank you so much. And it's special. I also want to give a special shout out in prayer uh, for people who are, in, who are in the military right now and serving in different capacities. I know they've been calling military personnel to the New York area. Uh, we have, I'm going to give a shout out to, uh, uh, to Mr. Clapp yeah, in our church. He was, he's mm-hmm. been called out to New York and we just appreciate his service and, and just incredible selflessness that people are showing all over the place. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's also uh, reminds me that as Christians, as people who follow Jesus, that we need to be fearless during this time. We need to be the ones that help. And so it, it really is humbling while I'm sitting here in my house uh, recording a podcast. Uh, it's humbling to know that we have so many people right next door to us, our friends and family uh, who are working in our hospitals, our grocery stores, our post offices, and uh, keeping things going. We are very appreciative yes, of that. love you. Appreciate you. So thank you for New Hope Underground. Come back next week, and if you have um, if you have someone else you wanted to get mentioned on the podcast, uh, just leave me a, a note. 
You can DM us at New Hope Underground, or you can message me on my Facebook, Darren Hansen, D-A-R-I-N-H-A-N-S-E-N. Leave me a message there. And uh, thank you for every, everybody who participated in giving shout-outs to your friends and family. God bless you. Thank you.